0: Hey there, and welcome to the life of a cheerleading coach. I'm your host, Marley Sievers. With four years of high school coaching experience, six years of experience as an instructor and choreographer for the National Cheerleaders Association, and over a decade in the cheerleading industry, join me as we navigate through the world of high school coaching together. Here we go. back to another episode of the life of a cheerleading coach. I'm your host Marley and in today's episode I interview a few of my friends whom I've met through NCA staff. In the episode we talk about life, collegiate cheerleading, coaching athletes, and some of our own experiences. So keep listening and I hope you enjoy. All right, so I am here with some of my friends. I'm going to go ahead and have them introduce themselves. Um, Let's start with Ramiro.
1: Uh, hi, guys. My name's Ramiro. Um, I've been on NCA staff with Marley for, I think this is going to be our seventh year going into staff. Um, I'm also the head coach at UNC right now. Um, and then I just judged, I've coached high school cheer and then all-star. I'm currently on an all-star team with um, Lissa as well. So, yeah. Awesome.
0: Hi,
2: my name is Lisa. Um, I am been on NCA staff for this is my fourth year. Um, I also am the assistant cheer coach with Ramiro on UNC. And I'm also on the all-star team with him at Steel Athletics.
3: Hi, my name is Braden Cammers. I'm also on NCA staff. Um, and I cheer at Western Colorado University, where this is my second year here.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for being here. Um, one of the first questions that I kind of have as Um, a group here is going to be, what got you involved in the sport of cheerleading? Um, what
2: is mine's a little funny story, but basically I have a twin sister. And so when we, we both did gymnastics when we were very young and she moved up to level two and I stayed on level one. And so my mom was like, yeah, that's not a good idea. And then, so I joined cheer (laughs) and I have not quit since. And it's been like, over 15 years now so (laughs) that's my story (laughs) love it
3: okay and mine was actually a dare in middle school I got dared by my friends to (laughs) go to cheer tryouts and then I ended up really falling in love with it so here I am nine years later still doing it after a dare nice
1: love that uh that's kind of similar with me um it was going into my senior year junior year of high school um we were at no yeah it was junior year um we were at like a track winter practice thing and one of the girls was like well i bet you won't come to like try out like come cheer on the sidelines i was like okay sure like why not and just fell in love with the sport and it was something that i like with how i was in high school and just very like sheltered to myself it was like the one place where i could be with my like myself and knew like that was like the sport and like my teammates were amazing, like yeah, it's just phenomenal so
0: awesome, thank you guys for sharing um I'm gonna kind of ask like a few individual questions and then get back into the group um Ramiro, how are you liking being the head coach of UNC?
1: um you know it's first year building year, but I'm loving every step of it um it's just I kind of forgot what it was like to be like a head coach and like all the responsibilities that comes to you and you like essentially are making these decisions for these like young people that I'm like oh like I sometimes don't feel like I'm qualified to give you the advice that I'm about to give you but like here it is um so you know I just try to like do what I can and base it off of like my past experiences and try to help them out in any kind of way so
0: how is it different than cheering for the program or being an
1: assistant coach Um, well, cheering, I mean, obviously like you're just wanting to work skills. Um, when I was on the team, we went to Daytona all four years and it was just something that I remember my first time going there. Like our coach was going to pull us out of like competing because we weren't good. Like we had full ups to the top and we could barely get full ups to like prep. Um, like that year, I think only had like a round off back handspring um toe touch back hands we like very minimal stuff and so like we went to go compete and then you know as they're calling like um back then they used to take teams to challenge cup so it's be like the top nine teams they would announce only the eight and then the ninth team would go to like um all the teams would compete again to take that ninth spot um so we were just kind of like okay like prepare ourselves for like challenge cup like we don't know what it's going to be like it's going to be exhausting and we're like sitting there and they like they call their uh Actually, our coach had moved us in, and um, we were—it was just hot. Like, if you haven't been to Daytona, like waiting time in Daytona is crazy because it's just so hot. And she pulled us in. You know, I remember looking at my teammates, and we just looked so defeated and just tired. And our, our coach came around the corner, and she was just crying with our assistant, and we're just like, we didn't make it. Like, we are so devastated. We're like, we didn't make it. And she's like, we're going to finals, and it was like one of like our happy like cinderella moments like i will never forget that from my first year than ever since just like just working hard as an athlete and just trying to connect with your teammates i'm sure like you know Alyssa probably um felt that way when she was on the team i'm sure brayden you're starting to feel that team family moment that's coming together and i mean there are some memories that i would not trade in the world and daytona making finals that first year is one of those um for assistant coaching i just i guess for me like i didn't know like where i stay on the team because i had just graduated and like a lot of my friends were still on the team and i wasn't sure like the whole respect things like do i still hang out with them do i not hang out How hang out with them i was just still very young and i kind of just like had to learn by myself of like where to draw the lines with you know the team and i was no longer like their friend like it was business and um it was just very, very different. And I just remember like, oh, I, I just felt like not so much like an assistant, but like an actual, like, you know how like celebrities have like their assistant, like, Hey, go give me like a macchiato. Obviously it wasn't like that extent, <laughs> but I always just felt like I was like running around and just trying to like, help out. But um, yeah, it's, it's very, very different, but I'm loving every second of head coaching right now. So
0: good. I'm so glad. That's awesome. Alyssa, how are you liking being an assistant coach at UNC?
2: Um, I am very blessed to be honest. I got a very good situation with Ramiro where he was an assistant coach, so he knows how it feels. So he's been very nice to me and I've never felt excluded or anything and just part of the team. Um, and I just, to be honest, when I was on the cheer program, it was, we went to Daytona and then athletics took that competition side away so then we were game day so the whole program changed and so when there was an opportunity for Ramiro to become the head coach that opened the door for me to keep communication and keep contact with the team and then I got the opportunity to be the assistant coach and now I just I'm just so thankful that I get to still be a part of the team and watch the program grow to back to be what it was and even further
1: the
3: program, the program,
0: program. I love it. <laughs> How's cheering for Western, Brayden?
3: Um. So yeah, this is my second year, and also pretty much the second year of the program in general. Never has Western Colorado University had a NCAA official like cheer team. It's only been club team until my uh, coach Stacy Fuller came here, and her first year she was hired in August and was expected to have tryouts like as soon as she got here. So first year she only had eight girls and it was basically take everyone kind of tryouts and um and that was when COVID hit, hit her first year was when COVID hit so then we had to do virtual tryouts which was when I first tried out um we're still building in last year we also still had to do virtual because we're still in the middle of it so it's sort of difficult I guess building this program that we're trying so hard for and Still, we're going to be competing for the first time as a cheer team at Western Colorado uh, next or this year in February next month. Um, and I love the idea that we could be the first ones, like that legacy idea, being able to bring something that people can remember in the middle of nowhere in Denison, Colorado, where it's just so beautiful here in the mountains and high elevation, and just being able to, like, the, the legacy is what keeps me going all the time here. It's magical.
0: That's awesome, and how exciting it must feel to be able to like build the program and be contributing to that for all of awesome. you guys. Yeah. Um, okay, so for someone who hasn't been involved in college cheerleading, what's it like? Like, what level of athleticism and skill are involved in? That's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy.
2: <laughs> um, I mean,
1: I think. Sorry, I, you can go ahead, Rosa. No, no, no. You sorry.
2: go. I'm building I, pods.
1: I was just gonna say, I think. It depends what college you're at, you know what the experience is. Because you can, you can still have like no tumbling but still be part of a college program, or you know you can have amazing tumbling and not have any like um, stunting ability and still be part of a program, or even be in the middle where you have literally no skills and you just are an amazing game day cheerleader. Um, I think it's just it's for everyone, and I think doing your research and making sure finding a program that's right for you is also like key.
2: Mm -hmm. Definitely as like advice to high school cheerleaders or people who are just interested in college cheerleading, the biggest tip would be like research, just research it, contact the coach, find their page, Instagram and all that stuff. And just also like set your expectations and like figure out what they are. Because when I was in college cheer, I remember when I was in high school, I was like, okay, maybe this is the end of my cheer career. I'll try out. If I don't make it, it's fine. I'll move on. If I make it, I make it. And then I made it. And I remember I was like, looks like I'm doing this for the next four years. And I just, it definitely, at least with me personally, it helped me learn time management, priorities, and all this other stuff. Because like our practice at UNC was at, it's at 6 a.m. Or not 6 a.m. Yeah, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. And then, so you're there at 5.45, you're up at 5. So that, like, would deter you from going out. And then you had grade checks and all that stuff. So, like, you had to keep your grades up and turn your grades into your coach every month and all that other stuff. And I know most programs do a lot of that stuff because at least at UNC, and I guarantee at 90% of schools, you're always in, you're a student before an athlete. Oh, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, for sure. Um, I think, like, for us, the only skill you need is, like, time management, as Alyssa was saying, because coming in, you might be a little bit more reliant in high school on your parents, and when you, depending upon whether you're staying in the same town and going to the college there, or you're going four hours away, or to a completely different state, you're not going to have that person telling you, hey, don't forget you have this today, so it's about remembering what you have yourself and having a planner and all these other important things you need when you got basketball games, three-hour practices, uh, keeping up on your grades, homework, work if you have a job or stuff like that. But um, I think we've had, I think majority of our team this year came in not even knowing how to maybe do like a full-up, like not knowing twisting stunts, um, not knowing their specific spot because maybe they're a secondary base all of High school, but now they needed to be a main. So we taught them how to do that, and everyone here now can do a full up because they are willing to learn. That's the other skill that you need. So, like two main skills is time management and um, willingness to learn and being able to do that. So, if you're ready to make that, like it's commitment. And once you're ready to make that commitment for college, share you'll be able to grow exponentially. Mm-hmm.
0: Awesome. Uh, I you, think Chris. a good
3: one too is um,
1: communication. Like. I know, like, you know, um, just getting flashbacks of like when I was on the team of just, you know, being a full-time student, most of the time it's not even being a full-time student, you're like juggling 14 to six, uh, up to 18 credit hours, you know, uh, potentially two jobs, you know, you are cheering full-time, you know, you have basketball, volleyball, um, football are long days. uh, And then, you know, you're getting ready for competition season, Uh, you know, like at UNC is you do, we I've never had a spring break when I was in college, like nope. never just cause like it was work week and, you know, we're getting ready for Daytona and it was something that you sacrifice. There's a lot of sacrificing for sure that you do when you're on a collegiate cheer team. But like I said, you make incredible, just like memories with your teammates and your coaches and even like something that you'll value that yourself. So
0: awesome. Well, thank you guys. Um, so in every in every program, like there are small successes, there's large successes, like not every program is going to be, um, number one at nationals, but what do you think in your program that you can attribute to success? Like what little things do you do here and there that make it a successful day, week practice?
1: Um, for me, it's about the experience, honestly. Like I, like as a head coach, like I want to make sure that they get the full collegiate experience and you know coming as a head coach you know during a pandemic and kind of like when things are starting to open up because last year they didn't have a cheer team i mean they did but like it just was not existent because they weren't allowed to practice they weren't allowed you know to do anything so by time things were by the time ncaa started rolling out like basketball games like cheer teams were already done um some like i said i know some schools had had the blessings to have a full season and some schools just didn't even have that chance to like um to even like show up to practice. Uh So like, I guess like, for me, it's like all about the experience right now. I like, I think about three of my seniors, like they were freshmen when I was, it was my last assistant uh, coaching year. And then I think about my juniors where I'm, like, these people like didn't really have like a full college cheerleading experience because, you know, past experiences. And then, you know, we went into a pandemic and, here we are so um those are the small successes for me it's just like seeing skills hit you know getting a back handspring it's those little things um that I see I mean like when we were at state um and we did a routine like in the fact that we we hit we were off time <laughs> we were off center but we hit and that to me was just like hey we hit this routine like and it being like my first time I just like for me like that was a great experience and I mean, you probably know this too, Marley, like it's the nerves you get as an athlete and the nerves you get as a coach are mm. like complete different nerves. And yeah. to me, it's just like being able to like give that to my athletes because I loved competing at that state when I was in college, like being able to show like the high school teams be like, hey, like come to UNC, like this is kind of like what we're doing. And I think it's, at least I've never felt that way when um, other colleges show up and it's it's not competitive. It's like we're there to like support each other because we're like, hey, yeah, come cheer in college doesn't matter where you're at because you're probably going to get something similar and hopefully good mm-hmm.
0: yeah I think for myself as a coach like it's just seeing the progress like at the beginning of the season I know what we look like at the end of the year if we're hitting these hard skills like I'm I'm happy like it's a successful year
2: yeah, yeah. Kind of going off what Ramiro was saying, like, it's a completely different experience from being an athlete to a coach. And I'm definitely in the beginning processes of learning the coaching world and everything. But the thing that I know is, like, the thing that, like, that felt the most success was, like seeing them connect with others and just having that experience with like others and building friendships. Like I remember there's like two athletes on our team. And every time I see, like I look at them, they're having like the best time and you can just see like a lifelong friendship building from it. And so those like are the little things that are just like warms my heart.
3: Yeah. Something that we, we've had so many challenges because of COVID and having a majority freshman team like that. So we've, lost athletes we've had to quarantine for two weeks like the whole team like um, especially coming back we didn't practice over winter break because we didn't want to be too exposed to any COVID so then we got back was able to practice for three days and then somebody tested positive so we had to quarantine for a week and a half now we're back and we're a month away from nationals and then before winter break we lost three people um, because of grades or because they were homesick and things like that so just every challenge that my team has overcome, like that is what bring that's what makes me feel successful. So when we have to change stunt groups, we went from five stunt groups down to three and then still being able to hit the stunts that we planned or trying new stunts today, like a high-to-high take that nobody has done together on this team yet, and then hitting it on the first try, like that's what feels good is when we can overcome any challenges. And I get shoes thrown at me and water bottles thrown at me whenever I say this, but it really is all about the journey.
1: Everyone on my team wants I'll to. All like, about the journey. I love the everyone journey. wants
3: to murder me when I say it every single day, but it really is. All about the journey.
1: The work is worth it.
3: Change Amen. the game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Um, what has been your most challenging experience, whether as a coach or an athlete?
2: Ooh,
1: that's a good question, Marley. It's a good one. <laughs> oh my God. I got so many that just like oh, came like, through my head.
3: Exactly. Oh. I'll, go, I'll go then. Um, So okay. I think mine was like after high school, the challenge of not knowing what my cheer career was going to hold next for me. Like not knowing which college I was going to go to for cheer. If I even was going to be able to cheer in college and, so that challenge of just the unknown. And like, I, we're still sort of in an unknown because we don't know if it's going to end tomorrow or three years from now. So the unknown challenge is a big thing. But like, even now I'm like challenged because I'm already two years through college. So I'm already like halfway done. So that's a challenge thinking about that. Just knowing, not knowing what my cheer career could be
2: mm-hmm. next
3: year or the year after that. That's That's a big challenge. So... I um, go for your master's seat another year right? <laughs> that <was> silly <laughs> oh,
2: uh, that's such a good point though like I have like I'm between two like one is like cause like cheer sadly you can't make a great living off of it unless like but so there's always the point where you have to walk away or you find a new way to love it if that's through staff or through coaching and stuff. So like that unknown of like, what am I going to do? Like, I love this sport and I don't want to walk away from it. That's been a huge challenge for me. And like, especially having like other people like accept that you just want to keep cheering for the rest of your life If that's coaching or staff or whatever. And then my other one is when you're like on a team and then like, like you're on the mat and you're competing or even at a game or something. And like something goes wrong. Like that feeling of just like, it was like, you could have done something else or you could have practiced harder or you could have done it. Cause when cheerleading, you only get, especially in the competition world, you only get one chance and it's two minutes and 30 seconds. If you're lucky. So so, uh, cheers, a crazy world.
1: (laughs) Um, I will probably go the route in the coaching, like the head coaching kind of, you know, point of view. Um, Some of the challenges has been just creating that experience for athletes and hoping that like everyone likes it. Um, Something I feel like I definitely had to like deal with slash like come to terms with, especially my first month of head coaching, um, college was just like, I'm not going to please everyone. And like, second of all, like, and this is gonna sound like very ego- egotistical but like this is my program like this is my team like you are a part of it and i've had to have like some tough conversations and i think that's and i mean if you know me at all like it's i hate confrontation like i remember being a kid my dad would yell at me and i'd just start crying or if like i confronted like my mom about something like even now like i'm like mom like you're being really mean to me like i would be crying um so just to like even hold my like ground with athletes it's just been a huge change i think i'm getting better but it's no one likes that icky feeling or like those talks so i think that's like been one of my biggest like challenges is just making sure that like i'm in check and you know i hope that they that my athletes are having fun and they're having a great experience but you know it's also um as an athlete like i think the biggest thing um i think brayden like touched upon it is like being homesick and like all those things it's just kind of like taking that step to like become an adult i think it's like another one and i mean even myself right now you know I'm about to be 31 and it's just i'm still trying to figure out how to be an adult and it's just evolving and should you know shaping and whatnot so those are kind of like the big things that i've had a struggle the past couple months, but you know. Hopefully, gets better. You oh, got it. Worth it. You got, <laughs> got it. it. <laughs> you got better it. push.
0: <laughs> okay, what is your favorite thing about college cheerleading? I think we've kind of already like mentioned so some things like, here and there, but if you had to pick like one standout thing. I know.
3: I think yeah. mine would be football games, like because we haven't competed yet, so I don't know what college competition is yet like. Um, but the football games on the college level compared to high school, and I even came from a small high school, and I'm still like at a smaller college, but like still the people that show up from all over the community and the, the alumni, the crazy alumni that come wearing full out, full on colors and bear costumes and whatever it is like it's such a different atmosphere in college and you get to do way cooler stuff on the sideline like people will come to watch the cheerleaders in college rather than just watch the football like they are excited to watch the cheerleaders and the football they're excited to join in with the cheerleaders like we even like we dropped a stunt at game day or something and like the whole student section is like cheering us on to try again and hit it again and like in high school that doesn't happen because in high school they're just gonna be like Throw candy at you or something. But like here, it's like such a warming atmosphere. So, football games is definitely something that I have loved to cheer at so far.
2: Oh, uh, uh, to
1: piggyback up for that. yeah oh, you, sorry. So, you can okay. go on this one. You go. No, I went first last time. <laughs> okay. Um, I was just going to say with football games, I think my biggest thing is um, pyramids and college baskets, I think are like my favorite thing about college cheer. It's just because, like, they're super showy. Um, it just adds a huge dynamic to football game day. And, you know, like, a tabletop, like, the most basic college pyramid. And people love that. Like, oh, my God, that Carl It's just seeing when we do college pyramids and baskets, people just, like, freak out.
2: Um, I, I have to agree with Ramiro. Like those are just the fun moments, but I also think that like one of the biggest things with me was like the connections I made, not only with like the people on the team, but like with people in the community, like I made a lot of connections with other people that helped me in ways that I didn't expect to help me. Like, I remember this one time I got at a football game, because we did face paint. So we like we're face painting kids face. And this kid was passionate about having a dog that was on like the cover of the box that holds the paints. And I was like, yeah, no worries, I can do that. And so I painted a whole dog on his face. And then not thinking that would ha- affect me in any way. But like a couple months later, I got a bad concussion and needed to get a note from the dean of students for like exams and stuff. And the lady who worked at the front desk happened to be the like, um, Aunt of the nephew, and she remembered me, and then helped me get my papers signed. So it's just weird things like that that just makes it like such a wholesome experience, and I would never change it for the world. That's sweet.
0: It's like you never know who you can exactly. influence. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Um, little eyes
1: are always watching.
0: <laughs> little eyes are always watching. Um. Who is your role model and why doesn't have to be cheerleading related?
2: I can start. I think one of my, I mean, I have a lot of role models in my life for different aspects, but one of the main ones I think would have to be my dad and my mom because They've just shown, especially like with my dad, that he like is a hard worker. He'll not, he will, he'll work till the day he dies. I swear, like he just won't quit or knows how to quit. And so I've like learned that quality from him and where you just keep pushing through, you grit your teeth and you push down that wall and you keep going. And so I think him and my mom just teaching me the ropes and everything have been such a huge inspiration
0: for me.
1: So precious. <laughs>
0: so precious. <laughs> Who's yours, Ramiro?
1: You know, um, you guys are gonna give me so much crap for this one, but I would have to say Brian K.O., like our boss for <laughs> NCA. <right? laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and love, love, Brian. not 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 because he's like my bestie or anything, you know, right? Uh, but no, I just like seeing someone like Someone so strong. And like if you know Brian, like he is like the kindest person. He will like literally bend backwards and like do everything in his power to like make sure that you're okay, you're satisfied. And like the role he has, you know, at with NCA, you know, he's like an amazing choreographer. Like I always make the comment, I'm like, I would just love to see how his mind works. Like I want to be in there and just like see the process. Um and just like the like I said, the leader that he is in. For me you know being a person of color and a gay man like seeing that with brian and be like dang like he's up there like he's a staffing director and like he's doing all these great things like i want to be like that because i grew up in a like all-white community and i never saw people like me growing up because everyone out like everyone that looked like me um didn't have those roles and jobs and you know like i love my parents but like um I never saw my dad as like that role model and then, you know, getting to staff. And when I was on staff, when I first met Brian, um, I want to say it was like my second, third year, he wasn't even staffing director, but I just saw him. I'm like, he is such an amazing like leader and the way he like staffed and was an HI. And, you know, I, I just fell in love with his leadership and like, now I'm just like, Brian be my bestie, you know? Um, put me on everything. Teach that you me can. Your ways. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. Teach me your ways. I want it so bad. Um, but I think he's honestly probably like one of my biggest role models outside of cheer and cheer. Um, and then obviously my mom, you know, I wouldn't be here if she didn't like talk me out of quitting college so many times. Cause there were moments in college where I'm like, I'm dropping out. I'm not doing this. Like, this is too hard. Like I don't, what am, what am I doing here? and she was so she was always the one that just kind of pushed me even with cheer i mean there would be days where cheer i'm like my body hurts i don't want to do this like this is awful why am i doing this and my mom's like because you love it and you know she's always been my number one fan so she's a huge model for me
3: love all right and mine would just be my grandma she um, passed away like my third or fourth year of cheer but she was always so invested in my happiness when it came to cheer. So she was always the one giving me rides to practice. She was um, just she was the one that taught me to always put in a hundred percent. Because if you aren't putting a hundred percent, you put time into and you're wasting your time. Even if you're putting in eighty percent, that's a waste of time that you could be putting in a hundred. So she was working up until the day she was diagnosed with cancer. So that just helped me see that I can always do more. I can always put in. 100% and just be the best me that I can be. I oh. love
0: it. Who's yours Marley? My role model? Yeah. Yeah. Um probably my parents like like Ulyssa and Ramiro and motherly figure with Brayden, but um yeah, my parents, they've gotten me through a lot and um kind of have always encouraged me to keep going and pushing when things get rough. So I would probably also say that my high school cheerleading coach is a big role model for myself. She taught me how to be the leader that I am today. She has been a really big role model in my life and has inspired a lot of my coaching as I've watched her be a coach and I've also worked with her as a coach. And she has really high expectations for her athletes. And that's something that I want to continue to carry on throughout my coaching experience. (laughs)
2: Okay, I have a question for everyone. Um, like injuries. What has like been the worst injuries that you've gotten through cheer and stuff? And have you like how was your way to like push through it or heal it?
1: Because um, I feel like um, well, I got a good story for this one because <laughs> it was my sophomore year of college. We were doing um full baskets and we were getting ready for exhibition for state and we went for this basket and this girl had this like terrible habit of keeping her elbows out and I warned her I'm like please put your elbows in nice. and she got me like right in the eyebrow and it split and I didn't realize that like it didn't like it hurt because you know like when you get hit in that area it's just like it stings you're like okay yeah it's just singing it's fine the pain will go and I thought it was sweat so I kind of like wiped like my, my forehead off I'm like okay yeah let's go again let's do this and people were like had this like ghastly look and I was like what's like everyone all right like Romero like you're bleeding and you're like from your eyebrow and it was just like red I'm like oh I'm like I felt fine and I remember going to you know the our training services and they cleaned me up and like you know test me for concussion I'm like I feel fine and they're, like well you might need stitches I'm like can you just like put like super glue on that like I want to get back to cheer practice and you know like as as cheerleaders I think that's like the one thing is we will push through like Broken limbs to like finish a routine, and I that moment I'm just like super let's get like I still have like an hour of practice left. Like,
3: that's I need this done. I don't have a cool story. I just broke my ankle doing a front walkover, just a front walkover <laughs> in, uh, my freshman year of high school. That's haven't been injured since, but that front walkover took me out. <laughs> <laughs> front walkovers are no joke. <laughs>
0: No, my worst injury is like a sprained ankle and a concussion. So it's really not all that uh, crazy. It was just like my freshman year of high school cheer. Like I'm new to basing and that had somebody up in the air trying to do a lib and she f- used me as her mat. So oof. then my head hit the ground and it was a little dizzy. It's all good. So uh, I
2: think concussions are the worst. Like they're always so bad. I think. Injury wise, I mean, the main injury I'm dealing with is like I have a torn labrum in my shoulder, but you know, passion for cheer, nothing's gonna take me out. <laughs> um, and then probably just black eyes and con- uh, concussions, because sometimes cheer will make you feel like a punching bag, but I'll, I'll be at practice coach tomorrow. Just,
0: <laughs> no worries. Right? Nothing can stop you
1: when you're that passionate about it, but yeah. Now, Marley. I want to ask you a question. And okay. I know, you know, um, honest answer. I know you tried college cheer for like a hot minute. Like well, what like, was your yeah. experience about that? Like, like, cause I know the program that you joined, like, you know, they didn't really have a head coach and it was kind of just there. So I'd like to hear what your experience was on that.
0: Um, my experience with college cheer, um, was very short lived, <laughs> but, um, when i joined like like you were saying we didn't really have a head coach or a, a newly appointed head coach and um so it was new to me i didn't know a lot of people um we were doing like harder stunting skills than i have ever done um but it was kind of like it it felt very similar to high school cheer in the ability um and not that that's a bad thing and i could have like stuck it out and helped build the skill and and now looking back and seeing that program, how like how far they've come and how much they've increased in their skill and their ability. Um, I think that at that moment in time for me, when I was joining college chair, it was like, OK, it's time for me to walk away from being an athlete. Like Lissa was talking about, like that is the hardest decision that kind of has to come at everybody's time in their life or at any point in time. But for me, it was then. And I was just not ready to keep pushing my body as an athlete and turn to coaching. So that's why I call it experience. Didn't last very long. <laughs> well, I just want to say thank you so much for being here and supporting and being awesome friends and people to talk with. So just know how much you're loved and appreciated and you're all great cheerleaders, coaches. You're amazing
2: oh this is so fun yes
1: this is tons of fun and I love this podcast like this is probably like when people are like hey like what's a good cheer podcast I'm like well let me tell you this story yeah so and I think it's like your podcast like even though they're not like long long episodes like what you have is like content but it's good and like informational and it's and I think it's something as coaches, all experience, Um, especially like new coaches where you're just like, Oh, like, how do I talk to this parent? Like, especially in the high school level, like mm-hmm. parents are like the, ugh, I hate to new say work. this, but like, I hate parents so much.
0: <laughs>
2: and
1: that's the one thing I do love about college. It's like, I don't have to deal with parents. Like if they're over 18, like you have a problem. Like you have to talk to me, like be a grown person. Yeah. Um, but that's what I love about your podcast. There, it's like, it's for all these level coaches and it's things that we've all experienced or we're about to experience or will experience. So um, mm-hmm. just keep doing what you're doing. Love it.
0: Thank you for tuning into this episode of the life of a cheerleading coach. To be notified when another episode is posted, visit the link in the show notes to sign up for my newsletter. Don't forget to follow the Life of a Cheerleading Coach on Instagram and Facebook, and be sure to click the listener support button on my anchor page. To be featured in the next episode, use the link in the show notes to leave me a voice message. Thanks again for listening, and go make a difference.